Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. In this segment, September is Mold Awareness Month. What does that mean for you as a homeowner? What does that mean for you as a renter? We're going to have those subjects and more in this segment. But don't forget, you can connect with us and you can communicate with us and connect with us easily. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. You can share your ideas if you want to. You can even ask for your questions to be answered on the show. On a Saturday right here on AM 920, you can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. We've got a very special expert advisor, Brett Gordon, CEO of World Class Home Inspections and Mold Remediation. Brett, you've been on the show many, many times. You are a very popular guest. You always encourage several calls after the show. So welcome back, my friend. I appreciate you having me back again, Cleve. Man, it is my pleasure. And so I understand that September is Mold Awareness Month. So what does that mean, and what should the the average homeowner or the average tenant, renter, whatever you want to call them, what should we be doing to make sure that we don't suffer the consequences of having mold in the place where we live? Well, one of the, the main things is knowing where common areas, where growth areas are. Okay. Um, like the shower. Shower is actually a common area beneath the sinks. Yeah. Um, in the basements, if you have a basement or if you have a crawl space, those are common areas that actually mold will thrive on any any damp environment. Okay. So let's talk about that. So how, how would somebody, and I think I know the answer to these, and, and some of them might be obvious, but but like how would you inspect your shower to see if you had mold that could be a problem? How would you inspect under the sink? What are we looking for? Like I think I know that when I see something black, maybe in the corners, maybe that's mold, but who knows? Maybe that's mildew. I don't really know what it is. Yeah, normally that is a sign of mold. Um, a lot of times where it's a small area, you can actually end up using Tilex. Yes. And that will actually get rid of the mold. But if it's a big area, obviously you need a professional to help you out with that. Right, exactly. Well, and I was just thinking, you know, if I have mold on the front of my tile and it continues to grow there, it could be that I have mold behind it. I mean, now, so, I mean, so you can have cracks. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So you might need to have somebody clean out some of that grout and fill it in and make sure it's all good and waterproof. Now, when we look under our kitchen sink, our bathroom sink, what are we looking for? Like, where are the most common places for there to be mold, and, and, and what are we looking for? Right underneath the kitchen sink or, or even the bathroom sink, you'll end up seeing some water stains or anything, and a lot of times what it'll do is it'll end up rotting that also. Um, we end up using a lot of times infrared. That will tell us if there's any moisture or anything. We have moisture meters that we can use. Got so we it. We have special equipment we can end up using for a lot of that. And so when we're looking under the sinks, we're looking on the bottom piece of the cabinets, right. and we're looking for signs of mold, signs for uh, moisture or rot or something like that. Um, any other places we talked about under the sinks? We talked about oh, basements. What are we looking for in terms of basements? Because you can have mold and mildew pretty much anywhere in a basement they could be on the floor joists above they could be Correct. you know a on the walls if it's an unfinished basement if it doesn't have a dehumidifier most likely it's going to end up having some kind of mold because of the high humidity mm -hmm. and moisture you have to have airflow you know in a, in a basement well let's talk about that just a little bit what does the humidity level need to be in order to allow mold to grow and what is the humidity humidity level on average this time of year in metro atlanta anyway well, the average is about 80% humidity right now outside. Okay. 
Um, anything above 55% inside the house can cause mold. Wow. So we've got almost 50% more humidity in the air than is required, or, or more like 60% more humidity in the air than is required to start mold growth. So if you have it where you have uh, unconditioned air in the basement or you have it coming from outside, I mean, the truth is, is that almost any basement could have mold. Is that right? That is correct. So that's why they recommend having a dehumidifier, especially if it's unfinished. If it's finished, you need to have airflow in there. So in other words, have the air conditioning on this time of year. You know, I have seen, and that is such a great um, tip. I've seen a lot of people who finish their basements and they do not include separate heating and air conditioning. Sometimes they tap onto the floor above. Sometimes they don't tap on at all and they figure, well, it's underground. It's going to be fine. I have seen some terrible mold problems in unconditioned space that's finished in a basement because I turn my air conditioning system. I think I probably keep it on 78 degrees or whatever it is, 75 degrees this time of year when I'm not down there, but it comes on enough that it keeps the moisture out of the air because it's drying the air uh, as the air conditioning runs. So I think anybody who is going to finish a basement, would you encourage them to put separate heating and air in, in the basement? Yes. I would yes. every, every single yes, time definitely. I have a separate system. And if you run it off of another system just make sure you have the ability to control it separately because you don't want right. the system you can put to run a zone in there mm -hmm. put a zone in that's a great that's exactly right so hey real quickly if somebody wanted to reach you brett how would they get in contact with you well they can go to our website at www.worldclassps.com or they can actually give us a call at 678-250-6653. Man, that's perfect. That's perfect. And I know you have a good reputation. Um, you've done work for some of our clients before, and, and you have always done what needs to be done in order to make sure that the situation is done is, is handled correctly. And I believe that you are fair when it comes to pricing. Okay, September is Mold Awareness Month. First thing you got to do is you got to know the most common areas, and you got to check those areas. So don't ignore under the sink or the shower or in the basement. What's your next recommendation for homeowners and tenants alike? Well, keeping the gutters clean. Um, you know, if the gutters are clogged, uh, that's a corporate, uh, uh, honestly, for mold. Um, it can actually end up causing mold around the house. Also, it can, you know, in the cracks and stuff, it actually can get water in and cause mold inside the house. So interestingly, you have uh, gutters build up. Sometimes it require it, it allows moisture to run down the outside of the house, which can cause mold, especially in today's world. Uh, like under my deck, you know, because it stays so humid and it doesn't get a lot of sun, it gets algae uh, growth. So I think outside is pre is prime for for things like that to grow. But good point, you have that gutter fill up and it, the water backs up and goes over the fascia and down the wall the the exterior the right. exterior cavity between the brick or whatever it is in the house okay that's number two number three what is your third tip uh dryer vents making sure the dryer vents are actually cleaned out i would have never thought that that would be a problem so why would mold grow in a dryer vent the reason is, is when you end up using your dryer it's causing moisture so you know if that room ends up getting you know high humidity it's going to end up causing mold so obviously you got to keep your dryer vents out, you know, cleaned out. Yeah. So yeah, that's true because it's taking all of the moisture out of the clothes and and basically blowing the the moisture particles in the air outside of the home and and that makes sense, and especially if you've got lint and it keeps getting wetter and wetter and wetter is probably just a prime right. place for mold to grow. Okay, how does one how does one monitor the humidity levels in their home? Like, what would you recommend if I wanted to be aware of humidity levels on all the different floors of my house? I have three floors. What would you recommend we do? I would actually get a humidity checker, which you can get them, you know, pretty much anywhere. 
um, and go ahead and monitor it. Uh, anything above 55% can cause mold. So you want to make sure your hum humidity level inside your house is actually below 55%. And when you say you can get them anywhere, Home Depot, Lowe's, is that Home the Depot, most common Lowe's, places? Amazon. Okay. Yeah, pretty much Walmart, anywhere. Really? What does one, do you know what, have any idea what one costs? Can you get one 50, 60 bucks? Um, probably about $15. Oh, $15. They're not very expensive. Yeah, they're not very expensive. I mean, you don't have to have a real good one. I need to get one. And then I would assume you would recommend somebody check the humidity level once a month, once a quarter. What What are you thinking? Yes, especially, like I said, even in a basement. I would, If it's an unfinished basement, I would put one in an unfinished basement and check it and monitor it at least you know, every couple of days just to see what's going on down there. Yep. Because if not, mold, I mean, quickly can come within 24 to 48 hours. So the first tip is know the most common areas of growth and inspect them. Number two, keep your gutters clean. Number three, something I had not even thought of, which is check your dryer vents off. And that's a good one. I don't know that I've had my dryer vent clean since I replaced it a couple of years ago. And then monitor your home's humidity level. You can get a, a tool, a little piece of monitoring equipment for 15, 20, 30 bucks at uh, Home Depot or Lowe's or on Amazon and monitoring your home's humidity levels. What is your next suggestion? I believe you've got a few more and we've got about two and a half minutes left in this segment. Well, being aware of the physical symptoms. I mean, you know, if you start having headaches or nosebleeds or respiratory problems, sinus infections, those are, are sometimes signs of actually mold in your house. So I did not, I thought you meant be aware of physical symptoms, meaning the smell of it in the house or something like that. But you you mean be aware of your physical symptoms. So in my case, it, I, I can, it, I, I feel weird when I say this, but I, I swear I can taste mold. When I'm in a house well, a and I'm and I'm breathing, I can almost taste something that 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 smells like mold. I've been in basements that had uh, that were, as you'd say in the South, that were eat up with mold, and uh, I literally would come out of there. My eyes would be watering, my nose would be running, and I would literally be able to taste that. So be aware of any 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 physical any senses where you're sensing them, but also be aware of runny eyes, runny nose, headaches, things like that okay that's really good advice because you certainly because that can wind up being a real problem i've got a a good buddy who had a daughter who got some addition who got oversized exposure to mold living in an apartment in new york and it and she also had lyme disease and it just ruined her autoimmune system how long does it take for mold to grow 24 to 48 hours for mold to start well, now, obviously, you'll have to have a food source and, yep. and obviously the ideal temperature, which typically is between 40 to 100 degrees. So anywhere in between there, mold can grow within 24 to 48 hours. So it's fast. So if you create the right conditions for mold, you can have it really, really quickly. We've got about 30 seconds left. I have always thought that sometimes people who are exposed to mold, it could uh, or excuse me, people who had asthma and were exposed to, to mold, it caused real problems. But it turns out sometimes mold can cause asthma in people. Talk to us about that real quickly. Well, according to the uh, medical news, they say that over 300 million people worldwide suffer from asthma. And wow. a lot of times what happens is obviously being around mold yep. can trigger even worse. Wow. So good tips. Will you come back and see us soon, Brett? Yeah, definitely. Man, definitely. I appreciate you. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Brookhaven may require builders to include variations on home sizes, maybe to provide more opportunity for less fortunate home buyers and flooring alternatives for those on a budget. Stick with us. We've got those subjects and more. We'll be back. <laughs> 